Well, welcome into the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. We're all about connecting the folks of Johnson City to the small businesses here in our town. And, and I'm your host today, Ryan McKinney. Thanks for listening today. I'd like to welcome Tiana Livingston to the show. She's the owner of Beautifully Baked Cupcakes and Treats here in Johnson City. So Tiana, welcome in. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. So I want to get some questions about running a, a small business here in Johnson City. And first, just kind of let people know a little bit about you and who you are and where you grew up. Tell folks a little bit about yourself. Well, again, my name is Tiana Livingston, the owner of Beautifully Baked Cupcakes and Treats here in Johnson City. Um, small business, um, home bakery. Um, I pride myself in home baked goods. Um, nice. I was born and raised here in Johnson City. Okay. Um, Tell folks about that. So, like, um, I always like the history lesson of Johnson City. So, t- tell me elementary school, what ed- elementary school you went to. I went to Northside Elementary Love School. Ele- Northside. I went to Northside. It's a great school. Um, went to Indian Trail. Yep. And then was a Hilltopper. Go Toppers. Um, graduated in 2015. Or 2010. 2010. <laughs> graduated college in 2015. Tom's getting, a, Tom's getting ahead of me. That's right. Um, but I'm... Hilltopper, nice. also a buck. <laughs> yep, me too. Um, Tell folks um, what what was life kind of like for you growing up in Johnson City as a kid? You know, a lot of our listeners are transplants to the area, and they're like, what was Johnson City like like 20 years ago? Um, or some of our listeners are lifelong residents, and, and some of the stories that our folks tell are like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, life, life back in, in that time. Well, from what I can remember from being younger, Johnson City has grown so much from 29 years ago. (laughs) And um, just the environment um, has grown. Um, Everything from, you know, ETSU having their football team back and bringing in a lot more people into the area. Um, it's different from a long time ago. What do you remember growing up doing? What were you going to? What kind of events? The skating. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the skating yeah. and mall and movies. So yep. I don't even think that they, they're doing that anymore because nope. of COVID. Yeah, no, I agree. So what in... Johnson City has drawn you to start your own business. The community. Oh, tell me the about that. The community. Um, just the warm, welcoming community um, has actually been the driving force of my business. Um, I started baking heavily when COVID started. Okay. Um, you know, baking, oh, hey, will you do the birthday cake or will you do the cupcakes for the you know, my child's birthday or right. family members. So just baking. Had you grown them. up kind of having this love of baking and it just kind of took took it to the next level during COVID or? or yeah, so I began baking with my grandmother. Awesome. Um, starting in the kitchen with her. What's her name? Her name's Linda. Okay. So growing up with living and being raised by my grandmother, okay. I was always her shadow. So when she was in the kitchen, I was in the kitchen. Really didn't pick up the whole cooking aspect. 
Right. But when she baked, I was there. Yeah. So everything, recipes that she has written down, recipes that she has in her head. I was right there watching every single move. So she actually was the one that got me started baking, just watching and watching her love get get made into these baked goods. What was your, early on, what was your kind of favorite go-to baked good that that she made that you're like, oh, yeah, I could eat that every weekend. So she makes this thing. I have no clue where she found it, but she calls it an apple dapple. Okay. So it's an apple cake that kind of like reminds me of like a like a peach cobbler type. Okay. But it's yeah. apple. Not an apple pie, but an apple mm-hmm. dapple. Apple dapple. Don't know where she got the name from or the recipe, but... That's what got me started. Has she um, given you the recipe? Do you make the apple dapple now? No. Okay. That is just, hers. Just Nana Linda. That is that is hers until she's ready to give it to me. <laughs> but what even, do you, what even, do you even call if her? I could Is she your grandma? Is she your grand? Is she your nan? What do you she's call her? She's my nan. Your nan. My nan. Okay. I love to hear that, like what different families call their, their grandparents. Yes, That's cool. she's my nan. Your nan. Nan mm-hmm. Linda. That's cool. Um, and so COVID hits and people are like, Hey, can you make this for me? Yes. Can you make this for me? I don't feel comfortable going to the grocery store. I, you know, I'd rather get something from, from that someone that, you know, um, so from there I was like, I can do this. Like, Yeah. yeah, this is, I've been baking and it was more of like, you know, just at home, just for our family. But when people started asking me, I'm like, okay, sure. So it went from, like, family to, you know, their friends to friends of their friends, just the word of mouth. And that's one good thing about being here in Johnson City is the word of mouth. So when you have something good, mm-hmm. everybody knows. Yep, you're exactly right. I think some of our most successful small businesses in Johnson City have just grown organically. And especially over the last two years, like you said, with with COVID going on to where it creates an opportunity for them to flourish. Um, What do you, I mean, it tastes good, right? Tastes good. And then what else would you attribute people saying, you got to try these beautifully baked, sorry, that was me, beautifully baked goods are just like to die for. You need to, you need to try this place. Well, like I said, I you know, pride myself on just fresh baked goods. So I like to use like local local places too whenever I'm baking. So with my strawberries, I like to get my strawberries from locally, you know, locally owned strawberry places. Right. Yeah, you know, hit up those stands. Right. Um, you know, use the fresh ones, you know, during the summer and then I also like freeze them so that I can use them all through the winter until it's time to, you know, re-up <laughs> the next season uh, for my baked goods. Right. So I also like to use the local, local businesses, you know, in to my baking, and I think that's what makes it special too because it's from Johnson City. Yeah, that's that's great. What um, what do you specialize in? Like, w- tell people if they're gonna if they're gonna want to now hear this. Or see this and be like, "Hey, this sounds amazing," but what do I order from you? Like, what, what, what's the, the, the goods that you are 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 going to be able to share with them? 
so I am a cupcakery, and okay. I also have the treats. So what most of my customers love, the go-to, is uh, my fresh strawberry cake. Okay. Um, and a key lime. I make a key lime cupcake. And a lot of people around here is like, I've never had a I key lime think I have either. cupcake. And it yeah. makes them kind of scratch their head a little bit. Right. But, you know, my those are the crowd favorites okay. of, you know, the older and the younger. Of course, you know, we have the Oreo. That's what I was going to say. I've heard the Oreo. Oreo. Um, I have a honey bun cake and cupcake. I heard about that, too, this honey bun cake. Honey tell, bun cake. Tell folks about your honey bun cake. My honey bun cake. I got this recipe from this lady at my church before she passed away. Um, that was her go-to, you know, at all church yep. events. Yep. And um, when she passed away, her family gave me the <sighs> recipe. And I'm, that's literally the most precious thing I have. I'm like, I will never get rid of this recipe. It is... Um, I'm not going to tell you the secret. Of course not. But it is a moist mm-hmm. cinnamon cake with a nice vanilla glaze over it. It's good. You know, in the morning with your coffee, you can have it at dinner for dessert, warm or cold. It sounds amazing. Um, oh, so it we'll is. be getting some of that soon. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. From a, you know, just from a cultural perspective and, and, that's one thing I believe, like cooking and being in the kitchen and the experience of it, right? And then passing down <laughs> what are essentially like historical artifacts in a way of we're passing a recipe down. Yes. Of probably from from her generation and then before her generation coming to you now. So um, talk about how fun that is to just take somebody else's recipe, but then be the next kind of beholder of, of having that recipe and being able to share that with folks. So it is, it is great to be able to get passed down a recipe that was, you know, a prize possession of somebody else. Um, but, you know, it's theirs, but it's also making it your own. Okay. So there's what's like ingredients and stuff that, you know, it's easier to do now because you don't have to. Do what they did. Right. Um, but making it your own. I, I love that I was able to take her recipe and figure out what works best for me with our ovens and, you know, with this day and age. Right. Um, but it, it's great just to be able to learn from, you know, my grandmother, learn from these women that have been baking for a long time and learning their ways and then making them innovating them to what works best for me as well with with keeping the taste and right. the quality do you have any pressure you, do you put any pressure on yourself to to have it live up to their product or, or their their you know church social go-to do you have do you feel yes. any of that pressure I, I feel all the pressure especially <laughs> when you're taking it to church for right, the people yeah. that's had it from that you know from the, the, the from the lady that passed but yeah. a lot of pressure you know I always try to you know, make my stuff taste like my grandmother's, Um, you know, the love that she put into hers is different than the love that's put into mine as well. So I will never, ever, ever be up to her standards and her taste, but I have great products with my love put into every single treat and cupcake that comes, you know, to you and in your mouth. It'll make you want to enjoy every bite and want more. Have you ever you've had the love, but it just didn't taste right. Like, 
I mean, can imagine like there's been failures. Oh, there's been there's been some failures in the kitchen. Talk about those and and like has it gone to the customer and the customer been like, you know what, this isn't what I thought it was. Like, can you fix it or is it just like you're taste testing it and you're like, this just isn't it yet. I've I've never given anybody anything that I wouldn't eat myself yeah. if it doesn't look right. But it tastes still tastes good. No, I'm so hard on myself. I want right. to make sure that I deliver quality products to everyone. So when I'm in the kitchen and something doesn't go right, my customer will not know. They will not know. I will know. Right. And it will be hard on myself, but I will. Is is that sort of your value proposition to to your clients? Yes. You're you're getting my best. You're getting my absolute best. That's great. So what what's your vision for beautifully beautifully baked? What is your vision and and how how do you see the next year, the next couple of years, the next 30 years? Like how do you see your company and and what vision do you see for yourself? So at Beautifully Baked, we specialize in serving fresh baked cupcakes and treats that are consistent in quality and flavor. Um we take pride in providing fresh products, professional and courteous and custom service to each and every customer. Okay. Um, we strive to provide our customers customers with tasty homemade cupcakes and treats that will make each bite memorable. Um, as we grow out of you know the home business, yeah. um, I want to have a store um, here in town, and also you know eventually grow to other areas. I want to serve everyone. Um, not only do I want to be a bakery, I want to be an asset to the community. I want to give back. Um, so, I, you know, in the next couple of years, I hope to grow out of the home bakery mm-hmm. and continue to serve, you know, my local community um, with these fresh fresh baked goods that they don't have to wait for anymore, right. or they don't have to or have to order and wait a couple sure. of days, where they can just come up to the store and get anything that they want. Do you envision, like, do you sit around and think, like, okay, this is kind of what it's going to look like or feel like or, or be, and this is, what kind of experience do you imagine for your clients and your customers when they walk into this So this when they walk into my, my storefront bakery, yeah. um, I, I envision this all the time. I have my planning boards um, on my phone, on different, you know, Pinterest, yeah. you know, all these ideas. I want to create just like a home feel in my storefront. I want to make it to where you can come in and have your cupcake, but also you may not want a cupcake that day, but I want to create an environment where you feel like you're at home where you can come and just relax and study or come in and, you know, see us bake the cupcakes, um, have birthday parties. And also be able to, you know, feed and give back to those that aren't are, aren't able to afford to do anything. Yeah. Um, so talk about this weekend. We've got something going on with the small business pop up shop. Yes. So talk about that. Me and um, Naya. She is with Naya's custom design. Designs. Yeah. Yes. Um, me and her. Um, Started this last year. Okay. And um, we want to showcase um, other small businesses in the area 
So this weekend we are having our second pop-up shop at Carver Recreation Center from 11 to 4 o'clock. Um, this will be an outside community event, free to the community. We have 17 vendors um, throughout the area. What was it last year that made you all say, hey, we need to, we need to do this or we can do this? Let's, let's get these businesses together. What was your thought process on, on bringing everybody together? So last year when we first came up with it, we were like, okay, you know, hopefully, you know, people will sign up and want to do this. And then we had 20, 20 vendors last year, wow. um, also at Carver, and just the community impact that the community, the word, the, like the, the word of mouth on the community, social media, and just the everyone that showed up and came out and supported all these businesses. It helped me grow my business as well as everyone else. So I want to be able, I wanted to be able to have an event where these people can showcase their products. One thing I find with really small businesses, especially, and my friends in small business, is this community where even if we're, if I'm a baker and you're a baker, this mindset of we're going to grow together and we can succeed together. And yes, we're competition. And yet we're still kind of in this industry together. And for me to win doesn't mean you have to lose. And for you to win doesn't mean I have to lose. Like let's partner together and let's, let's come together. And as a community, let's grow. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen that yes, through the pop up so, as well. You know, along with myself, there will be two other bakers there yeah. and we've all communicated with each other just genuinely and naturally just to make sure that you know I'm not having something that she has we want to make sure that we were being an asset to ourselves and to each other the the event is um if you're watching live today it's tomorrow tomorrow Uh, November the 6th right 2021 um, 11 to four, is that right? 11 to four at Carver Recreation. Over at Carver Rec. And if you don't know where that is, um, from a GPS perspective, um, you are, what's the address on, on there? Looking like a, a 322 West Market Street. There you go. Um, and then for those of you that have lived here your whole life, you, you probably know where that is. Um, what, what's your goal coming out of, of a pop-up like this? Like I said, we just want to showcase every possible small business here in the area. The goal is just to be able to help maybe jumpstart their business that um, they just maybe started over COVID. So the goal is just to get the community just to come out and shop with all the small businesses. Shop locally. Right. Um, we might have something that the stores may not have or something that you've never had before. Well, I know, I know the stores aren't, um, bringing the, um, strawberry cupcake. No, that, they, they, uh, they're you not. Have. No. And this, um, this cake you were talking about. So, um, well, great. Well, for our folks that are, that are listening live, you know, stop by, um, and, and come out and see the pop-up shop tomorrow with all these small businesses. Um, you know, where can people go to find out about you and find out about your shop? 
you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, just search Beautifully Baked 423. Okay. Beautifully Baked 423. Um, you know, when people like to um, taste what you make, like what do you hear the most when people cut into a treat or cut into a cupcake or a birthday cake or or a pie? Like what is the reaction that you receive from folks? This is the best thing I've ever had <laughs> in my life. <laughs> That's literally all. I've, it makes me so nervous. Right. Whenever I give someone something that I, a brand new customer, I'm like, I'm kind of waiting. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting. And then I hear like, hey, oh my gosh, I need more. I need more. Or, hey, I didn't even get to cut into it. <laughs> it got gone before I even got home. Right. Or, hey, I ate all my cupcakes on my way home. <laughs> we got to get some more. Yes. For the kids. They didn't get, even get to have any for the birthday They party. did not get to have any. What's that anxiety level like when you're just, it's, I can imagine, it's almost like, um, what's the show, Top Chef or something like that where, uh, Gordon's getting ready to take a bite. Like, what's that feeling like when that client's, like, getting ready to taste that? And what, what's going through your mind? Like, I, like, especially if I'm there, I'm, like, I'm, like, looking, like, we see their facial expression. Right. So, like, total anxiety comes. But seeing their, seeing their face, like, hmm, this is good. I, I you, can, you can read. You can read yeah. people's faces. It's very rewarding. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for your time investment. Thanks for what you're doing for our community. Thank you for the small business pop-up being held this weekend over at Carver Rec. And um, this is Tiana Livingston with Beautifully Baked Cupcakes and Treats. And, um, you know, I'd also like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today, for dropping into the show. Please subscribe to the podcast. Share it with folks. Um, you know, we're, we're really um, in a mission to connect our community to our small businesses here in Johnson City. So uh, make sure also to check out Better Every Day. It's a podcast here in the Market Street Media podcast with Brad Weems, a good friend of mine, and special thanks to Market Street Media and our sound engineer, Leighton Hart, today, who's once again responsible for romance in your ears. So this is the Johnson City Small Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McKinney. And until next time, keep living your life by design.